Hey, look at there that. Look at that light. That light means that our hangout on air is being broadcast on YouTube. Oh, my. Oh, oh, wow. You better pray they're ready for us. <laughs> what what happens when it's live? What, what? Well, no, no. See, like, this is the thing, right? Like, YouTube, you've got, you've got, a, there's a pantheon of things that can happen on YouTube, right? Oh, a you've pantheon. Got, yeah. You've got the Nazis. Yeah. And you've got the alt right and Fraser Ranning, and yeah. then there's us. Okay. So sort of business uh, scam corporation and where the which one are we the business or the corporation? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Business? Maybe. Yeah. Business. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get down to business, shall we? Shall we? Um Oh man, I don't have I don't have as good an opening for this episode as I did um, a couple of weeks ago when I started just reciting lyrics to Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have thought of that when we were going through all the dredgings of uh, Transformers news for the last fortnight. Um, no, that's fine. We can do it. Right. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Brad. Yeah. You got the oh, the other Brad. Have you got the touch? You got. I've got the power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly, everyone. We are bringing you Transformers news from around the world and karaoke from our bedrooms. This is episode 189. We are recording live on Friday the 10th of May 2019. We've been off for a couple of weeks because, um, frankly, I moved house. If you are uh, looking at the video of the show, and let's face it, no one does, uh, there is a completely different background behind me. All of my Transformers are in boxes. I am sad. And my cat is currently sitting on the couch over there wondering why I've moved him into a fifth story apartment and he can no longer go outside so in this episode we will be talking about new colored new colored images of the masterpiece black arachnia but what happened to hound um there's a few new siege figures on the way from the same show and uh there's a new g1 combiner on the way although we have seen it before all that and more is coming up after this shitty rendition of dare Welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly, also known as uh, Brad and Jason Shoot the Shit. Uh, I am Jason. That is Brad. Hello, uh, I am Brad. Uh, Brad, what have you been up to this week, this fortnight, this, yeah, no, fortnight. We, we, it was, I think it was actually just us a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? No, it was you, me. No, and we had Ash as well. Yeah. And he, was, he was talking about Mortal Kombat 11 yeah. mostly. That's um, right. A couple of new acquisitions and a few, uh, oh, I've got a big acquisition coming in, but... Uh, can't really talk about that yet because it hasn't arrived. It's um, like an it? iceberg, right? Uh, yeah, except I saw it and I'm still able to avoid it, kind of, but I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, you saw it and you're able to avoid it, except you haven't. Yeah, uh, that's just like, Fair yeah, enough. there it is. See, look, it just hit the side of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Um, I have moved house, as I said. Um, look, I'm going I'm to be honest. I'm not really happy with the need to move houses. Um, my lovely apartment that I used to live in, that I need to stop calling my apartment, um, is it was sold. And uh, my landlord sold it and the new owner wanted to move in, so I had to move out. And uh, so here I am in the uh, the sunny sunny section of Sydney known as Redfern. I was going to uh, say, you say, you say sunny, but um, there is a window behind you showing that it's in fact nighttime. I know, but it, uh, so compared to Melbourne, um, yeah. like the, the weather has been comparatively good here today. <laughs> it was it was cold and t cold with a maximum of 21 today and i was looking at twitter earlier and people were just like fuck melbourne weather has gone to shit so yeah. <laughs> fair it's, fair enough it started off clear and then it turned into a clear afternoon and then it ended up being a rather clear sort of day and it was a clear and present danger nice uh we should talk about some transformers should we start talking about some transformers before people get bored I think that was um, a few weeks too late, but yeah, let's give it a crack. That was the intro. Fuck. Oh. Okay. Uh, let's talk about bot shots because I have put bot shots up on the screen and I've mistakenly done the entire intro with bot shots on the screen, but that's okay. It doesn't okay. matter. All right. Like, like we said, nobody watches the video. <laughs> Is that the screen share, the picture? I thought we we're on screen share everything. All right. I'll click uh, on the picture. The screen share, the screen share is on. Okay. Um, so that's okay. But anyway, uh, so Bot Shots is the TCCA Facebook photography competition every week. We encourage you to take your take your bots out of their cabinets, outside of their protective plastic wrap that preserves their value for all, all of uh, humankind and uh, the future the future history of uh, the world so that you can sell it for the same price in 2057 as you bought it for in 2017. <laughs> we encourage you to stop doing that. Take your, take your bots outside and take some photographs of them in the real world looking cute and fun, which is exactly what Marianne Byrne did this week. And congratulations to her first time winner. And she has taken, yeah, I'm going to say Skylinks, but this looks like the MMC Skylinks um, because um, it's enormous. And yeah. she's, she's taken him outside and perched him out with, uh, what are Irises? these birds? So, yeah, look, there. I'll be honest, there are some bin chickens in the background. Yep. Um, but I'm not sure what the blackbirds are, but um, sure, that'll do. They're blackbirds. Black, blackbirds and bin chickens and Skylink. Skylink seems to be in oh, his element. Right. Well, yeah, it looks like he's already shat all over the rock. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, in, in fact, it is actually just the shuttle. Okay. Yeah. Of, uh, of Skylinks, and how's that for how's that just live while we're looking at this on Facebook? Marianne has responded to the thread saying uh, thank you so much for being the winner for the week. So good on you, Marianne. Um, Hold on, Marianne. Unaware, she's probably unaware that we are talking about her on the podcast as this comes up. So every week, uh, bot shots takes place on Wednesdays in the CCDA Facebook group. So yeah, come and join us if you. Uh, if you've got a fun idea for something to pose your bots with, there's a, there's a few people in the group who just take photographs of bots all week round and post them anyway. But uh, if you want to do something particularly funny or poignant or really just a, a bot in the real world, um, yeah, feel free to come and do that on uh, on Wednesdays, especially within the group. And you can go into the draw to win some awesome stuff. There is some awesome stuff. I'm not sure that we've actually decided what awesome stuff is on offer this year, but uh, there will be something awesome. Nice. You can go. Awesome. You can guarantee that. 
<laughs> Guarantee it. All right. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? News of the week. News of the week. Actually, news of the fortnight, really. Biggest uh, biggest news would have to be the reveal of a covered prototype of masterpiece Black Arachnia. Uh, now, this has, uh, this has come out of... I'm going to mispronounce it, but I was pretty sure that it was Shizuoka uh, or Shizuoka or Shizuoka. Waka Waka. Uh, yeah, Waka Waka Shitsu Tonka. Uh, it's from a, uh, it is from a toy show in Japan that I don't have on screen in front of me, so I am going from memory. And, God, that looks good. It really does look good. I was surprised, actually, to see that she's coming with the web because as soon as I saw the web, I, I immediately thought tarantulas because I think he was the only one that actually used web in the show, but, you know, Black Arachne is first, and he does look really great. I can't see how she... Oh, no, is she being held up by the waist? Not sure. Uh, yes, she is. Yeah. Now I am sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she looks uh, really great. Um, don't know what accessory she's coming with, but there should be... Giant some... web? Oh, yeah, giant web. Giant web and a stand of some kind. Yeah, now that I think about it, I can't really picture any accessories that she could come with from the show. But that's okay. Like, um, there's been rumors saying, uh, there's like, there's been people in the, in America going, <gasps> she's going to cost more than one hundred and thirty dollars. Oh my god! Move to uh, Australia. <laughs> if, if the figure comes out around two hundred, two hundred and twenty dollars in Australia, I wouldn't be surprised. It's you know, it's about that sort of size and shape. And let's not forget that that uh, that humanoid figure needs to transform into a spider of some kind. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see her um, spider mode. And I don't know, I don't think this would necessarily guarantee Tarantulas very soon, but I'm pretty sure he'll be being worked on at least. Or... There, there is a thought that uh, Masterpiece Black Arachnia gets you a Masterpiece Tarantulas as well. So we'll see. Yeah, possibly. But yeah, I really like. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it possible that by the end of this year or next year that uh, we might actually have better coverage in terms of like a percentage of the core cast on Beast Wars than we have G One? Uh, I would say that's very likely, since Beast Wars had a much slimmer, cast. much smaller cast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It is very possible. Um, I am, of course, going to purchase this because I cannot abide a hole in the uh, numbering in my Masterpiece, Masterpiece collection. I'm not a huge Beast Wars fan, but she does look good. Oh, yeah. Um, I am a huge Beast Wars fan, and I have been looking at the Masterpiece um, line, but I haven't purchased yet just because scaling seems to be very, very weird within the uh, Masterpiece Beast Wars lot. I, I kind of feel like they just don't care. Well, I mean, yeah, they could not care about scale. The figures themselves, they all do look amazing. But I've got, you know, like, cla uh, not classics, but, you know, like the original Beast Wars toys. I don't really want to replace them with uh, Masterpiece line stuff. Look, you don't have to replace them. Um... <laughs> 
I can't they, have two black arachnids, man. They, they can they can coexist side by side. One of them is a black arachnia and the other is a masterpiece black arachnia. They're completely different. Yeah, fair enough. I reckon this will have um voiced by Venus Terzo or whatever her name was. No. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't think there'll be a voice chip in this at all. Like, I don't see why there would be. Yeah, good point. Well, they've got to give us anyway. something. Do they really? Voice wise? I don't think they do. I reckon if she has light up eyes, they have to be yellow because she had yellow light up eyes in the show. Now, um,. She's Masterpiece MP46. Yar. We know that MP44 is Optimus Prime. Is that the I've Ghostbuster? Con- I've just, no, I've just confirmed that MP43 is Beast Wars Megatron. Um, yeah. So 44 is Optimus Prime. He's coming out in August. 45, I think, is Hound, whom we're still yet to see a color prototype of, I believe. And 46 is uh, Black Arachnia. So. Yeah. Hmm. Have her release date? No, we no. So we don't, right? But if if Optimus Prime is, uh, or if Convoy is August, I would expect that uh, Hound might well be Christmas. Like he might be a December release, and she might be maybe February or March next year. We'll see. Yeah, because I don't know if they're still going with this model, but I think they're going for like two or three masterpieces per year. Is that right? Or they just. <laughs> Uh, look, maybe, um, I think they've broken that already this year, but, um, <laughs> so, so the thing is that we, we're actually get, we're actually entering a really different period for Masterpiece, right? Because there's repaints to do for the plus line, but they're not generally doing that. I think Corden was the last figure that was actually a repaint and that was a repaint of Sunstreaker. And you know they're going back and doing plus figures, but other stuff is coming out that's new molds. Like there was Beast Wars Megatron, Optimus Prime's a new a new mold, Hounds a new mold, Black Arachnia is a new mold. There's not there's not a lot of revisiting going on in the last piece line this year, which means if they do space it out a little bit more because they're going to be more expensive, then that's fine. I think that's a good thing. It gives people's wallets a bit more of a chance to recover between purchases. Yeah, that's always a good thing, um, especially, as you said, if the Masterpiece line um, quality is going up, automatically that means the price is going up, which means fewer transactions would be a happier Masterpiece collecting competition. Yeah, I think people will take issue with the uh, the assertion of quality going up, but sure. I, think, <laughs> I, think I don't know. I don't collect Masterpiece. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that is Black Arachnia. Now, there were some other figures on the show at the same time, uh, which some of which we've seen before, others we're meeting for the first time. So uh, we're looking here at Transformers Siege Thundercracker, um, yep. obviously a repaint, uh, a recoloring of, uh, of uh, Siege Starscream, Voyager class figure, also has a paint job that looks like someone shat on his legs, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so he was he was on the show, and like he's a nice looking blue. There's no denying it. Um, the, oh, this the seeker the seeker mold from Transformers Siege actually has quite a uh, quite a number of fans. In fact, yeah, I'm sort of starting to consider purchasing these as a replacement for my plastics. Seekers, just because the classic seekers are tiny, they're only like very small deluxes, 
And these, mm. I saw Starscream in hand at the shop the other day, and he looks like to be a pretty tall Voyager, and he doesn't have Popeye arms like um, the Power of the Prime like yeah. yeah. And plus, also, we've already seen that this guy is definitely being repainted into Guy Warp and Thundercracker, which the Power of the Primes ones didn't. Yes, and, that's right. Yeah. So, um. I reckon there could be a fan mode that makes this look like a bit more of an Earth mode, but at the same time, yeah, pretty you know, cool. You know, that, you know there's a fan mode where you you completely remove the robot torso from the uh, shell and you still have both modes. <laughs> oh, wow, I haven't seen that. That would be cool. There's been yeah, a like, few figures like that. If you look at the way that uh, he sort of, sort of just sits together under the under the jet there, there's nothing to it. It's that's just a folded up robot on the bottom of it. Oh uh, yeah, oh, cool. <laughs> so you're actually getting two figures separate. <laughs> Essentially, yes, yes. Cool. Um, what else we got there? There is a there's Studio Series thirty three and thirty seven. These are some of the Constructicons. Um, is that uh, is that going to be Bone Crusher and Long Haul? Long Haul is there. One but... of them was Long Haul. Um... I'll tell you a secret. I'll tell you a secret. Since it's just you and I here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the Constructicons names. Um, I'll tell you a secret. Mm-hmm. No one does. Shit. I think there was only Mixed Master and Devastator were the only names in Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, they don't have the name of this guy in front of it. I don't know. I feel like we talked about this guy last week or something anyway. So, I... also, He's a movie constructor, so I kind of don't care. <laughs> I'm, pretty yeah. sure, I'm pretty sure the dump truck is long haul. So, yeah. Yeah, it is. I think that name was in the, um, in the blurb at the shop. I had Revenge of the Fallen long haul and i remember really liking his truck mode and not really yeah. caring much about his robot mode no fair enough that's uh seems appropriate for most movie figures i think yeah <laughs> all right um there is uh there is the uh combined uh jet fire which i think is studio series 39 uh is the uh jet fire figure and then you combine him with um, one of the older Primes, I think. I think this is this is one of the newer redos of that prime, um, and he looks like he's got a trailer there as well. Yeah, this looks like it might be because I think we've had Revenge yeah. of the Fallen. I think this is Dark of the Moon. Maybe this is not Jetfire. Maybe this is actually the trailer. Yeah, I oh. think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the trailer because oh. Jetfire oh. is black and that's all grey on him. I can't tell. I don't know. That looks that looks weird. But yeah. No, uh, there's, there's also the fact that there's no um, vehicle mode jet fire anywhere in those pictures. True. True. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Studio Series 39 appears to be a Prime with a trailer just to make you rebuy that Prime mold. And he doesn't have his trailer wheels don't touch the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Lame. It is a prototype. Um, yeah. There is a there is a nice looking uh, nice looking drift there as well. Um, I don't believe drift was black in any of the movies, so this is just sort of like a, a stealth drift or something. But I think, looks good. I think it's just a dark blue. It's just hard to tell with a black background. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I don't. Uh, actually, no. Don't know. That that chopper it's, actually does look pretty black. It does. Uh, here is also one of our looks at uh, Barricade, who yeah. does appear to have a um, very Barricade-looking Micromaster. 
with him as well. Um, yeah. No, that's not that's not barricade, but yeah. Uh, so look, um, there there is some fan art of a, uh, a barricade done prowl style that uh, I believe it was Guido Guidi um, made the artwork for. And so Hasbro has sort of gotten in touch with them and said, "Hey, we'd like to make the, make this as a figure." And there you go. So. He made, he makes for a nice looking Decepticon. I've got the I've got the Siege Prowl and like he's okay, but yeah. Um, really interesting. The really interesting thing is like he's a black and purple Decepticon, so of course he looks good. But the uh, the purple on those legs is really interesting. All the translucent plastic there that makes up the um, the windows of his car. So hmm. yeah, it looks interesting. In vehicle mode, does that does that become the top of the car? His legs or yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, he looks he looks pretty cool. Um, we were talking about it beforehand, uh, before we started the show. I think nowadays, whenever you see a prowl, pretty good chance to expect a barricade as well. I I guess I I feel like this is actually the first time they've done it. But um, if barricade becomes prowl's alternate, you know, sort of like how every bumblebee becomes a cliff jumper, every prime becomes a nemesis prime. Um, etc. Like, if that becomes his alternate, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm just thinking now with the black and purple color scheme, do you think he might be a release in um, Starscream and Thundercrackers color schemes as very different uh, characters? I, <laughs> I, I feel like they, they, they could well come up with some additional characters to sort of um, shoehorn in there, but I, I think this is, this is pretty much what, what we'll see. Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a look at Studio Series 34. It's a dropkick, uh, a vehicle dropkick. I'm pretty sure we've seen that before. Yeah, he's, he's not a bad looker actually, but um, yeah, that um, his gun, his left arm looks like it's not. He's not holding the gun. It looks like his left arm combines with the gun. I don't really see a hand there. Do you? Maybe. Yeah, just like looking looking at the underside of his arm and comparing it to the comparing it to the right arm. No, I don't. Yeah. Although, could go I into his forearm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his um, I, if you look at his right arm, it looks like his fist swivels into the right into the forearm. Yeah. So um, then that might just you might swivel the fist in and then just attach the gun to the front. Yeah, it's an interesting uh little bit. Yeah. And he's um. It's definitely I... brought to you by Copper Art. <laughs> his thighs look different too. He's got a blue one and a silver one. Nah, that silver one's a sticker. It's a oh, okay a motion sticker. sticker. There's a couple of them on different parts of them. I think they're over. I'm not. I'm not sure what the logic is. I, I noticed this on um, on drift here as well. So see, I feel like it might just be something to identify where the figures, where the photographs of the figures have been taken or something. Yeah, or it could just be like instead of it being a sticker, it might actually just be an unpainted piece of plastic. To show it's a prototype in case someone nicks maybe tries to plug it off. Um, so like, there's one on barricade as well. The um, dropkick's got three. There's one on his engine block, one on his roof, and one on his bonnet as well. Same place on the bonnet uh, as barricade. So I don't know. Maybe there's something to it. Yeah, it could be method to the madness. Yeah. And that one on his robot mode, that could just be one on his car mode just showing up twice. Yeah, I think that's actually his uh, front bonnet. Oh, yeah? Oh, no, the front bonnet is actually his chest. <laughs> Never mind. 
maybe, it's, maybe it's just one we couldn't see in camo. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe but maybe. yeah, he, um, he looks really good and it makes me wish I had sort of, because I collected all the movie figures as the movies came out. But now that mm. we've got this studio series that started last year, I've been kind of like, oh, you, why didn't I wait? <laughs> Sorry? Are you just really confused by them? Uh, kind of. I can sort of understand why people would be confused. It's called studio series, yet they're all from the movies, and it's very weird. But, yeah, they, um, they certainly make me wish I was still collecting movie toys. I'll say that. There are a lot of figures in Studio Series that are pretty good. There's a couple that are kind of crap, but uh, I think by and large, it's been a by and large, it's been a line that people have enjoyed. I just straight up do not care for the Constructor Cons. So like all the Studio Series stuff that's not um, not Bumblebee and not uh, Constructor Cons for the next few months. Uh, look, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so our uh, Dropkick, he's got. Quite a quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of articulation on his uh, his legs there, his hand, hands, with his arms. Um, he looks like a good figure. Yeah, he looks like he might have a his uh, waist might be locked. Oh, uh, I don't know, but it's just yeah. looks pretty cool, pretty yeah. mean. What you want for a Shall Decepticon? We... What? <laughs> <laughs> Said it's what you want for a Decepticon to be oh, mean. Oh right. I thought you said it was like offering a Decepticon. I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's get a move on. There's a couple of other things that have come up with uh, some of the some of the packaging images for these guys. Not not really that exciting, but the so that drift that we were looking at, he is 45. Um, mm. So uh, yeah, now that's it's uh, well into the future. It was the Constructicons we were looking at were in the mid 30s. So I feel like there's a few between where we are now and drift uh 46 is drop uh, is that drop i thought he was 34 by some of the signs around on the uh, toy show display but no so he's um oh he's still quite a way off as well i think i think we've actually just had 39 40 and 41 hit um hit australian retailers shelves so yeah yeah wonder how high they're gonna go <laughs> I don't know. I think this I think Studio Series line has been kind of well received. So, like, it's gone on. I feel like it's gone on since it's gone on for a year now. Because yeah, I remember definitely the, least, yeah. the first toys came out around May last year. So, um, that's that's a pretty good track record. That's forty six figures in a year. Mm, that's quite a lot for a Transformers line. That's very good. He, here's a pretty boy. Here's Springer. <laughs> a, um, pretty sure he's a Voyager class, uh, Voyager class Autobots uh, Springer in Siege Line. He's it's looking good in his package there. There is uh, oh, so that was Hightower. Hightower. Uh, Hightower. He's he, isn't he the one who makes all the bleeps in Police Academy? Yes, he's the really tall guy. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. You're right. He is the really tall guy. He's not the not the guy who does the bleeps. That's sweep. Michael Winslow. I don't know the name of his yeah. character. <laughs> uh, and there is Thundercracker in his um, in his box, which we've uh, already seen there. Yeah, that, uh, high, that high tower just looks weird in package because you know it just—I don't know—that looks like it's. I mean, obviously, it's got to be mistransformed, but it just looks odd. <laughs> I actually think it's interesting. In the last couple of years, there has been a bit of a um, 
there has been a bit of a movement to make transformers fit in particular box sizes by mistransforming them in the box. And also, let's not forget that um, uh, Fort Max shipped with an arm detached. He had to reattach his arm once you got him out of the box. Yep, yep, that's a good point. Plus, we've seen... Tron's legs are both detached as well. Yep. And we've seen this guy in both modes, and they sort of are kind of expansive. <laughs> like his vehicle mode looks to be too deep going to the cover, and the robot mode, that's too spread out to be sort of boxed in. He's pretty mode. wide. Yeah, he's, yeah. Pretty, he's pretty wide. Yeah. Um, so, look, there'll be, there'll be a, a creative way of uh, fitting him into the box. It mm -hmm. does look like a fairly large box, actually, but yeah. Yeah. Be interesting to see. That's okay. Yeah. One last, uh, one last thing on the official toy front is these dudes, bot bots. Uh, <laughs> we are looking at the third, the third series of bot bots figures. I'm going to see if I can actually zoom these in. I, I'm not confident. I'll be honest. Um, I believe in you. Do you believe in Harvey Dent as well? <laughs> no. Nah. I, be I believe that's the wrong picture. Uh, it's gone. It's all gone. It's all. It's gone. It's, gone ter it's gone terribly. I don't know. Uh, wait, wait, wait! I had it. I had it. I had it. What are you doing? Oh, that's yeah. right. You still got a lag, haven't you? <laughs> this is uh, this is all we're going to get um, for this photo. But uh, we are seeing some um, we are seeing some bot bots, and we are seeing a very very handy response on the Facebook thread from Indemar Toys, the UK retailer who shared these images, uh, saying that they uh, should be out in August. Mm. So it might, it might well be August until we get um, we get new uh, new bot bot figures. Wow, that could be quite a while. Yeah, are these guys repaints of existing molds, or are they actually new molds? I can see several repaints in there, but there are also several new ones, which is kind of what you expect with bot bots. Yeah, yeah, they're looking pretty cool. I'm trying to work out what the one far right, second one in the blue with yellow and red. I'm trying to work out what. I could turn into, but I don't know. Very new. It's so weird because he's actually got a little character that sits on top of him. It's like it's a like it's a playset or something. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the um the log fire uh burner, or is that a TV with a log fire on it? It's a TV with a log fire in it. Yeah. <laughs> Which means cool. Officially, bot bots are getting weird. Yeah. <laughs> Who are we kidding? Bot bots were weird before that, but they were also awesome. So uh, yeah, so there's at least uh, four, five packs coming out in series three of bot bots. Um, yeah, uh, so yeah, around around August, we're expecting to see some of those drop. Well, we might see more of them in the coming months. Actually, sorry, I was going to say, I think um, some of them are pictures of them in their bot mode. Some of them are pictures in their robot mode, uh, alternate mode, because the log fire TV is actually on the left hand side. The robot. I'm thinking. You are correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. Yeah. There's a. There's a. There might only be like. I would say that probably one of these is duplicates. So there's two. There's, I can see. There's. Yeah. This is like playing memory, right? Where you flip over <laughs> the card and you have to eliminate pairs, and like, I can't do it. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> However, oh. good news is yeah. that. If these are out in August or um, just uh, just around August time, I am going to TF Nation in August. In demand oh. toys will be at TF Nation. I might come back with some new bot bots. We'll see. Oh, there you go. There is someone talking about doing a bot bots um, swap table at uh, TFN as well. So I may yeah. um, 
I think um, top of your bot bots. Yeah, that's a good thing about bot bots is they seem to encourage you know like a collector community like Facebook, um, the Transformers Collectors Club seems to encourage people actually swapping, meeting in person or something to swap, and I think that's just a good thing. Yeah, I think so. But I, I think bot bots also benefit, especially in Australia. I think they benefit from the attention that Cole's Little Shop got where like everyone's interested in these tiny little representations of items that they're familiar with so yeah <laughs> and they're fun so we did also see this week uh the world war ii um world war ii bumblebee from the transformers last night done as done by toy world now toy world has a really good reputation for some of their transformers movie verse figures they've They've wowed us with the transformations and figured out how to make pretty accurate on pretty accurate representations of the characters on screen turn into pretty accurate representations of their alt modes without the use of CGI. Yeah, so good on them. Um, but however, in this case, we haven't seen an alt mode for this figure. No, and it does say uh, in the uh, blurb that this is fully transformable. And so have their other figures been? So like, I don't expect this to be any different, but. Uh, yeah, we'll see. He looks pretty neat. He looks like he's got a good range of articulation. He can strike a few poses. Um, yeah, no, I, I like it. It was a, it was a fun concept in the movie, regardless of what you think of the movie. Um, it was a fun concept having Bumblebee sort of like hanging around Nazi Germany and killing Nazis in uh, in World War Two. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a good representation of that that version of the character. Yeah, he looks to uh, be good for posing and such, but the first photo we had of him where he was sort of standing up, not that one. <laughs> it looks like, he, yeah, I think it was no, the one we, we just had. This one? That one. At first, I couldn't figure out where his head was, but then I realized I think he's got like a really, really big chest and it looks like that might sort of, I think he does too. Um, yeah, in the way, if you've got him that. sort of standing, you know, stock standard as a lot of collectors do, looks like his head might be buried a bit. I think he was looking down, like he was trying, trying to look a bit angry. What, what I think they've really done here is they've really given him sort of a Bumblebee movie style head. So he's got, he's got the horns that sort of like go up and down. And he's got the blue eyes as well. Not saying yeah. that wasn't really part of the design for last night, because I'm sure it borrowed a bit from that. But uh, you know, that's where we are. Yeah. No, I I, I am understand that this is going to be fully transformable because that just looks like you know one of the um the statues that you see get made of um, movie characters. It really does. It's funny you mention that because um, there is a there is a statue coming up later in the show, um, but. <laughs> Before we get to the statue, because I know people love statues, like they want to, they want us to talk about statues. Uh, we are going to talk about Rising Force. Uh, they have gotten their uh, prototypes for G1 Dragstrip and Wild Rider out. Uh, uh, I'm going to say in prototype form. Um, Rising Force has been around for a while, but they haven't really had that much to show for their stuff. But they are masterpiece scaled figures, as you can see. You can see next to next to Prowl, uh, the masterpiece Prowl there. So, just gets a bit of a scale of what the figures look like. And yeah, uh, yeah so these guys are these guys are going to turn into um, what are they? Stunticons. Yep, Stunticons form into Menace or and yeah, it was a bit 
weird because have these guys, they've only just announced things, haven't they? They haven't actually released anything yet? I, I believe they haven't released anything yet, but they did. They have been showing their stuff a little bit over the last year or so, I think. Yeah. So, but, I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's fine. They can, they can be, they can sort of move at the, move at the speed that they're comfortable at. Um, they've got competition. As with anyone making a masterpiece combiner, you've got competition these days. Uh, X Transbots, and I think I think Fans Toys has announced a Minotaur as well. Um, and they, like, I, I, I was saying, I was saying before that like, a lot of the combiner figures, I feel like they all sort of look a little bit the same after a while. And I, I feel especially like also just I feel like Fans Toys figures all sort of end up looking a bit the same after a while as well like you know you've got you've got the the legs they rotate they bend at the knee they swivel and stuff like that it's all just sort of cookie cutter proportions and um putting the um you know just putting a, d a different chest piece and design on it and making sure that it transforms it's just i don't I, I don't know i feel like sometimes they're a little bit clinical maybe maybe not exactly um maybe not maybe not exactly putting all the effort in but this is uh I don't know. This this one's a little bit. This one's a little bit refreshing to sort of see the um, the the differences at least in the the body design of these guys. And they do look to be simple transformations as well, because you can sort of visualize how maybe, like we're look, we're looking at the two robot modes now, and we can sort of see how they could easily be um, going into car mode. But as you were saying, you know, with them all looking like cookie cutter and stuff, I think that could also be a cost cutting thing because... Uh, yeah, I, th I think that's possible. Yeah, because I don't think they have like an R&D department or anything like Ac uh, Hasbro may have access to. So they may just have to sort of go with what they know. And, you know, even though it does look the same, they are different, same, similar of things <laughs> I, I guess it's I, I guess one of the things that really gets me is so sort of wild riders wild riders design in all of the versions of him that i've seen in third party land and stuff like it just doesn't look that interesting the i mean the the big thing about wild rider is sort of the 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 horns through his neck right yeah and everything, else, everything else about his body design is not very inspiring and so when i see that i'm sort of like oh good you've made a transformer <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the most recognizable feature for Wild Rider, uh, other than the fact he usually is portrayed with a red face. He's a bit of a berserker. He just has—I don't know if that's the bolt going through his hair, if it's just he got ears that are external. But yeah, there's not. I mean, you think of you know, obviously we've got Drag Strip here or whatever his name's going to be. He's a Formula One. I think it's like a Formula One prototype car with the four wheels in the front. That's mm. a unique looking car. Uh, Motormaster, of course, is a truck. And the other three Stunticons, they're all relatively the same. So Stunticon sets seem to possibly be a safe bet for third party um, companies. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's just the, the transformation into the car modes is pretty simple and it's pretty easy. So they all end up looking the same. Yeah. I guess the aerial bots are also pretty hard to tell apart too. Oh yeah, I I honestly have G1 Superion and Combiner Wars Superion. I know Silverbolt. Don't know. <laughs> I know there's like a Fire Flight, an Air Raid, a Skydive. The only other the one I really know is Alpha Bravo, and that's because he's a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah.
Last news item for the night is this lovely looking 81.9 centimetre statue of Optimus Prime wow, uh, from the Bumblebee movie by Prime One Studios. So as I think we were saying before, it's it's the Prime One Bumblebee Prime. Yeah. <laughs> Bumblebee Prime. Prime Bumblebee Prime, yeah. Yeah. Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is a he is one hell of a looker. He's kind of got sad eyes um, and uh, a big gun. What 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 more do you what more do you need? Well, I mean, you know, he's got sad eyes. He's probably got back pain from having such a big gun. He probably does. He probably does. There is a there is a stunning amount of detail on there. There's um you know there's there's a good amount of detail. There's also weathering on the paint, which is a thing that they did in um. In the the in the Bumblebee movie on the on the Transformers, I thought that was quite a good amount of detail. On. I guess I guess the the detail on the paintwork excuses the simplicity of some of the designs as well. But yeah, yeah. Did they say if this is all diecast or is it assumed to be all diecast? Oh, it's a statue. It's probably it's a statue. So maybe I wouldn't be surprised if it's not actually diecast. It's actually just a simple piece of metal or. Um, polystone or something but i don't think it's polystone because it's not a bust but um yeah. yeah i think they i think these guys are usually made of metal at least i don't know about die cards but yeah. yeah yeah he looks um pretty looks like he's got elbow articulation and maybe a bit of neck articulation and that's probably i think so yes yeah. all you can expect from a statue like this but he's definitely going to be um like the centerpiece for a collection for whomever may want to add this to either their live action or just a general Transformers collection. It's definitely going to be a an eye grabber. I don't know. Like I feel like all of the other statues. Like if you've got a space, you've got a space that you can house this. You've probably got other statues already as well. So like, I don't know. I don't know if you'll stand out next to them because I think they're all pretty amazing and impressive. Well, I'm pretty sure something you know a space that, but you can also fit a Titan class toy. Mm. Or are they used more? No, no, that's about right. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, like I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, like if you've if you've got the space for it, then you know you probably got more. You probably got more than just this. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, lovely looking piece. Don't get me wrong. I really like the look of Optimus Prime in the Bumblebee movie. And uh, yeah, this just looks to be pretty cool. It looks sort of weird. This picture. It looks like he his head is just ripping out of his canopy, and he doesn't really have like a neck. It's just sort of like all Truffles, <laughs> or ruffles, I mean, around hmm. his neck. This looks a bit yeah. odd. Looks cool, though. Um, so I don't know anyone who owns a Prime One Studio statue. I don't think I will after this comes out anyway, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. There, oh. as, as, as is always common with all of the statue reveals, even though we know that they will cost, like, north of $1,000, there has oh, been yeah. no price or release date announced for it. Yeah, now that you mention it, I don't think I've ever actually seen these like at a toy fair or at, like especially toy shop. No, you, you wouldn't, because it's it's like a thousand dollars. They're not going to bring one in with, without knowing they're going to sell it. Yeah, good point. Um, very very niche, I guess. Then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They are. Now, that's the end of the news. Let's uh, let's talk about some uh, let's talk about some toys, shall we? Do you wanna? We we made it through. Some, we did make it. We did make it through. I am half asleep because I am tired. But let's talk about some toys quickly, and we can finish it off. 
Aww, I was having fun. <laughs> I, I, I am having fun as well, but I am also asleep. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, new acquisitions. I've only got two little itty bitty bubby guys. Um, Wait a second. Let me let me actually put the camera on you, which is would yeah, be that, good. That'll be that'll be nice. There we go. <laughs> it on me. There we it, go. It is. Yes. Hello. Uh, Hello. Two, two little newbies. I got a siege blowpipe. So now yeah, he's nice. trigger happy and oh, what's this guy's name? Is it Firebolt? Rodimus's. Uh, sure. Why not? It is now. <laughs> um, I bought this guy because I thought I could put him with my um, Battle in Space Rodimus, but that Rodimus doesn't actually have 5mm post hand, which I was a yeah. bit surprised with. So I had to take uh, Power of the Primes, Rodimus Prime, turn him into Hot Rod. And um, it's actually been worked out quite well because the piece that I've got coming in is actually a leader class toy. So now that this guy's a deluxe. I've got a leader size shape on myself for when the new guy arrives, and that's pretty cool. Hey, yeah, good. Yeah, that's all for me. How about you? Oh dear. Um, <laughs> Too okay. many from what I've been gathering. <laughs> it's been a while since I've uh, so I've I held off collecting some of these pieces, right? So um, helps if I put the camera on me. Yeah. I mean, my beard yeah. does look fantastic, but right. Uh, so what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn this over that way slightly, and ta-da! <laughs> thank you, thank you. Good reaction shots. <laughs> Beast Wars Megatron, very, very nice. Um, very, very sealed, still mint in box, and I haven't been able to open them yet. So that, that is huge. Come in. It is, it is a big box. Um, yeah. I believe the figure is also quite large. To go with that, it, it is the uh, it is the week of the Megatrons. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so that's I Megatron did... done in the toy mode, isn't it? So he's got the yeah, barrel. Toy he's, he's shiny. He's got the the yellow eyes, the slightly slightly different head. I ummed and art over buying this for so long. And someone put it up in the buy sell trade group at um, $280. Oh, and wow. So I was just like, yes, I'll take that. Thank you. Very good. Um, and I, I'd been sitting at work for about a week and a half because I didn't want to bring it home and then just move. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy I've got him. Like I said, I undenied over him for so, so long. And uh, finally, I, just, I decided that I do. I do want it in my collection because I really like the shininess of it as well. Yeah, I've got the um, I've got the toy G1 Megatron, and having it on a masterpiece scale would be pretty cool because it's an awesome toy. It would, yeah. Now, other than that, um, I've got some toys on the uh, on the desk in front of me here. That's um, I also purchased from the uh, the TCCA buy sell trade group, uh, mainly because I thought they were cool. Um, <laughs> That's a good enough reason, mate. Jair away. It is. It is usually. It is usually a pretty good reason. Now, um, I must must send a, a thank you out to uh, John Heilbrunn, who uh, comes in and sells quite a lot of stuff in the group. But um, he put up some. Um, oh, I've I've managed to I've managed to put the camera back there. Um, he put up a some uh, G two figures. Oh wow! In a in a, a bulk lot as well. So like, there's. Um, 
Oh, there we go. Ooh. So there's a, a bunch of G2 jets that um, that oh. he put up together, and um, yeah. and so yeah, so grabbed all these jets from him. Yeah. And um, then as we were finalising the sale, he's gone like, oh, got a got a couple of other G2 bots hanging around. <laughs> Do you want them? Like, sure, why not? Like, um, I'm getting some G2, so I may as well may as well get some G2. Oh yeah. Um, I will be honest. I have no idea what they're called. But, uh, <laughs> but also, just like, have a look at the face sculpt on that. Like, oh that yeah, that is insane. Same thing with this dude as well. Like, like the faces on these guys are really, really impressive. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't actually know what half of them are called because uh, G two. I don't know a thing about G two. The only name I know from G two is Windbreaker, but you don't have Windbreaker there. <laughs> Nah, fair enough. It would be a bit smelly if it, if it was. Um, and, yeah. then, and there's also this this thing as well. And uh, and there's a random rocket. I think. Uh, I know. Yeah, that's from the the tra trailer part. Is from that last guy you showed. I, I, I think so. Yeah, they they both have sort of a similar color. And that missile is from the other guy you're just showing. Oh. That's um because I've got that mold I think, and it's um I've got it as Machine Wars Soundwave, but I. I can't Ooh. remember his original release. Look at this! Look at this! I've just made—I've just made a discovery that uh, this thing can open. Yeah, you can look through it too. It's got like a sight on it, and if you put that thing oh back, god. oh my god, it really does! And like, I think it shows a, a picture I, of like a toy. Yeah, it's like a um, it's like schematics or something of a of a one of the yeah. jets. Like, yeah, interesting. Well. There you certainly, go. Certainly learned something new tonight. Thank you very much. I also yeah. don't know how this. I don't know. How I do. There we go. Yeah, it goes onto the shoulder. Yeah, I think two might well be the age of oversized shoulder weapons. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah look at that. That's actually just gorgeous. <laughs> I might. I might. Once I um. Once I clear some space in my room and I actually have a wall to shoot against, I might take a photo of that and stick it on Instagram because, God, that's nice. <laughs> it, it it is a lovely toy. I've got, I think it was reissued in the the universe line as like Soundwave in like a a really retina burning purple and yellow, and I've got that, nice. got that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Yeah. Big thanks to John Halbrand because like um, I think I, I've actually like quadrupled the size of my G two collection. Um. As a result, it's pretty easy to do. <laughs> it's actually not though. Like G two stuff doesn't really come up that much. And yeah. It was a massive theme of TF Nation last year, and people started uh, people started buying up a bit of T a bit of G two stuff to show off on Twitter. And so, I'll be honest, that's actually the main reason I bought some of this stuff is because I've seen other people purchasing them and um, you know putting them in their collection and being really happy with them. So yeah, yeah, I think um. Some of the last few bot cons, they also sort of dug into the G two archives a bit with some of their toys. And they do. They had they had G two G two redo um, in one of the bot cons. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's just very weird that it sort of it keeps coming back, but it never sort of really gets fully embraced by like Hasbro. It's like their main line. They just keep going War for Cybertron and Cybertronian stuff. But yeah, I I think I think it's okay. Like. They did. Um, they did a G two homage for Titans Return in um, 
one of their one of their big box sets that didn't come to Australia. There was a G two repaint of the um, Laser Optimus Prime. Oh yes, there was, and yeah. also we're getting that G two Sideswipe in the Siege line, aren't we? That's correct. We are too. Yeah. yeah. It's like there's I mean there's a little bit of there's a little bit of G two stuff sneaks out here and there. Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's never like fully. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's okay though. Like it, it was never, it was never a terribly successful line. Um, it, it did make us all call G one G one though. Yes, it's true. It's yeah. true. So it's got one thing going for it. <laughs> all right, I think that's it. I think that's it. We've reached the end of the show. It has been, it's been a fun show. It's been a little bit different. We haven't, um, we haven't uh, perhaps um, enjoyed. You haven't had the mullet of leadership. No, no, we haven't perhaps enjoyed all of the news that we were talking about. But I think we enjoyed talking about it, which I, I think, think is- I think we both enjoyed our bonding time. That's correct. That's correct. Um, all right. And so with that, uh, I'm going to bring the, bring the show to a close. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you are watching along with the live record, and no one is. Like, it's late on a Friday night. Why would anyone? Thank you for checking us out. If you watch the video on YouTube, um, we're sorry. Uh, <laughs> If you'd like to find out more about these stories, and yes, apologizing is my default position on most things, uh, you will find links. Sorry about that. And I'm sorry about that too. (laughs) Um, You'll find links to all of these stories and more in the show notes, and they are posted to the Transformers Weekly Facebook page and the Podbean site. If you want to get in touch with us, you'll find us all in Australia, uh, Transformers Collectors Club Australia, in the discussion group on Facebook, or in, uh, you know, you can contact us via the page. It's Australian Transformers Weekly. Uh, you can find podcasts on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, YouTube, and all those sorts of things. We are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers who donate their time and money to make the club better for everyone. Our goal is to unite Transformers fans around the country. I nearly said collect. We've nearly got the set. We're nearly at 4,000 members. We do it by engaging the collecting community. You can find out more, including affordable yearly membership options starting at just $5 to show your support at transformerscca.com. And Brad Groovy Guy, you can be found on Twitch at GroovyGuy0069. Indeed. Just look for the big pair of legs with a Twitch between them. Indeed. Uh, I'm, glad we've, I'm glad we've perfected that joke. That is it from <laughs> us. We'll be back with more Transformers news next week. Bye now. Bye-bye.